his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. So what happened with the, the border bill? Your position on this, Senator Lankford says he did his best. Um, I, I think there were some things in here that did have merit, but man, the PR on this didn't work very well, and it was DOA in the House, Eric. Well, it took us backwards. I mean, I think the first thing to... Uh, recognize here is Joe Biden under current law has all the authority he needs to secure the southern border. He just doesn't want to. I mean, the same laws that we have on the books are the same law, you know, under President Trump when we had a secure border are the same laws on the books now. The truth of the matter is uh, the Democrats are essentially an open borders uh, party. Uh, They fully support this. Um, This is, you know, who they are, and it's part of their DNA. So no, you know, language change is going to change that. But once the text came out on Sunday night and you start to review it, you realize this didn't actually move us further along. It took us back. I'll give you a couple uh, examples, okay. Mark. So um, this bill created outside of our typical judicial process, this, this was something the Democrats wanted and they got in here, uh, these what were referred to as asylum officers. And you might as well call them um, you know, amnesty officers because it created an express lane, a new pathway for people to essentially be granted asylum and citizenship at the border, like right away without the normal judicial process. This clearly would have been a magnet for the cartels. And by on the back half of that, you, you, there would have been immediate work permits. So this would have exacerbated the problem, number one. Number two, uh, it had completely eliminated courts of jurisdiction that have traditionally dealt with these kinds of issues or challenges, like in Texas, and moved that then to the D.C. Circuit of Appeals, which was a real tell because that's a traditionally pretty liberal circuit. So if you were like an open borders think tank and wanted to come up with two ways to destroy anything in this bill, those are two pathways you would have created to have what you wanted to get. And that's what they got. So that's just a couple of things in this bill that were completely disastrous. Um, You know, Senator Lankford, uh, you know, worked hard on this, but ultimately the product was didn't move us forward and certainly wouldn't have secured the border. And the fundamental issue here, you have to have an executive branch interested in executing the law and securing the border, and we don't have one right now. All right, Senator Sinema worked on this from Arizona. She's a Democrat. Our bill was ready for prime time. We were ready to bring the bill to the floor, open it up for debate and amendments. You know how the Senate is supposed to work, and then pass the bill. But less than 24 hours after we released the bill, my Republican colleagues changed their minds. Turns out, they want all talk and no action. It turns out, border security is not actually a risk to our national security. It's just a talking point for the election. Yeah, and that's such nonsense. But that's the narrative, and you're hearing it from the president, too. They're, like, flipping this around on you guys. You politically, you do not want a solution to this because it's going to hurt you in the fall, right? 
It's a yes. They're trying to do that because they're pretty desperate. They understand. They've seen the polling. How upside down Joe Biden is on this. On you know having an open border because we have one, and it's we do have a crisis at the border. This bill didn't help that, um, and this was negotiated, Mark, in secret for like four months. Okay, there were no details. If you wanted to have an open process, more people would have been brought into this. Uh, and again, the Democrats got what they wanted, which was a bill that didn't do anything for border security. And they can, I guess, try to message on this now. But the American people are smarter than that. I mean, there are nine million people here illegally, Mark. That's not going to change the fentanyl streaming into our communities, uh, the human trafficking, the national security risk um, that we have now because of Joe Biden's policy. This is what they want. You know, they they don't believe the people in charge are, you know, sort of avowed open borders people. They view themselves as global citizens. They don't really believe that that border should mean much. They think that anybody who comes here should be able to get in and get government benefits and then ultimately, you know, be granted asylum. And they want to create a problem big enough where that's the only thing that you can do because you can't possibly deport all these people. It's ridiculous. And so I, I think that that's what they're trying to do, but I don't think the American people are going to buy it. So then what, what do you do? I mean, I'm at the point where I, I wonder if any real big piece, significant piece of legislation legislation can be passed by either body, certainly in the climate that we're in right now, and maybe even beyond these you know, next uh, 12 months or whatever you have until a new president is uh, inaugurated. Is there, is there a way realistically to go at this again, to get people to vote on it in a bipartisan fashion? It doesn't seem like there's even a path for that. Not on this bill. I mean, it's so. Well, no, but I mean, I mean on something else. Let's say well, we start. No, from it's scratch. possible. I mean, look, you're dealing with pretty a slim Republican majority in the House. You're dealing with a you know essentially a one seat majority of the Democrats in the Senate. So we don't control the Republicans. Don't control the floor on this. But I think if there is a ray of hope here, Mark, I think ultimately is um, among both Republicans and Democrats this way this unveiling of you know. A backroom deal with no time. I mean, look, we were voting on this today. Okay, we were voting on this today. It went down, thankfully. But that's a couple of days to consider a massive sea change in immigration policy. Bad, but a massive sea change. People are rejecting the idea that, that we're not going to have uh, you know, an open forum, an open debate where people can weigh in, and you're just thrust with this. You're either for this or you're against this. It, they, we do it on government funding. You know, the CR is like, you either support this or you want to shut down the government. I think there's a reform movement within the Senate to change that among Republicans and Democrats, because if there are vehicles that people can affect, right, represent your state, um, people will be more willing possibly to find something that works. But when you're shut out of the process and the Democrats are running the show and you're presented with a bad bill, I am obligated to reject well, that. I don't and so, that. Right. Yeah, I, I think you're yeah. right about that. But is there this is another point of confusion and, and the procedure in Washington always eludes me. But why can't you do a standalone bill on Ukraine and Israel and then this issue? Why does it all have to be lumped together all the time? No, I agree with you, Mark. And that is I've been very consistent about this. I think all of these issues should be debated separately. The Ukraine-Israel one is a perfect example of that. There are very different coalitions on that. There are very different realities on the ground. There are very different likelihoods of success. There are different tactics. There are different answers to different questions. They're very different. But the idea is that you lump all this together and try to box people in. I think the American people deserve to have you know votes on these things up or down individually. That, But you have to have an open amendment process. But again, 
right? That doesn't serve leadership. If you want to understand this thing, right now Chuck Schumer gets to cobble everything together and unveil it. They have to come to him. It's about power and it's about control. So we have to change that dynamic so that individual senators are empowered. There's more vehicles. It's a pressure release valve. That's what I'm fighting for. And that's also how it should be on the appropriations process. That's why we end up with these stupid omnibus bills. Nobody knows what's in it. You get, you know, a day to, to, to consider it or maybe an hour to consider it because it's about power. And I think the best way forward here is to dismantle that power structure, create different incentives, and actually work for the American people. So get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.